This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Calculine. The Calculine is a free tool you can get by simply going to calculine.com. That's C-A-L-C-U-L-I-E-N.com, calculine.com. And it's a free tool that allows you to easily calculate the 45 and 90 day deadlines for notice to owners, liens, and bond claims. No more counting on your fingers to figure out when your notice to owner deadline is or when your lien deadline is. Just go to calculine.com, put in your information, and we'll send one to you for free in the mail. You'll get it in a few days. Construction contracts are complicated. So today we're going to break down a specific contract provision. I'll give you some examples and some suggestions on how to deal with it. Make sure to check out our completely new and free service called contractdetective.com. You can scan and upload your contract and it will send you an email with some of the contract provisions that it finds and some links to videos on how to deal with those provisions. I hope you like the service and I hope you enjoy the show. All right, everybody, let's get started. Again, as I said, my name is Alex Barthet. I'm a board certified construction attorney. So let's talk about indemnity, defense, and hold harmless. It is the most complicated. I've saved it for last. Um, okay, so let's talk about what each of these things are. Indemnification, because they are separate, they are three separate distinct legal concepts. Indemnity. Um, is the assurance that one party will make another party whole for any liability, damage, or loss. Simply put, indemnity means to compensate another party for a loss or for damages. Hold harmless, very, very similar, but it's like a waiver of, a, of, of rights in advance. Um, I'm going to hold you harmless, which means I'm going to effectively give you a release of any bad things you do later. I'm going to give you that release today. That's one way to think about the hold harmless. So it's very similar to the indemnity, but it's not exactly the same thing. And then defense is the obligation to defend someone in a claim, lawsuit, or administrative proceeding, typically because you're going to hire a lawyer for them. Um, so it doesn't mean that you have to necessarily pay the liability. That's the indemnity and the hold harmless. But in the process of defending them, you're going to have to hire a lawyer. So let's take a look at a provision. To the fullest extent permitted by law, the contractor shall defend, indemnify, and hold harmless the owner, architect, architects, consultants, and agents and employees of any of, any of them from and against claims, damages, losses, and expenses, including but not limited to attorney's fees arising out of or resulting from the performance of the work, provided that such claim, damage, loss, or expense is attributable to bodily injury, sickness, disease, or death, or the injury to or destruction of tangible property other than the work itself, but only to the extent caused by the negligent acts or omissions of contractors, subcontractors, or anyone directly or indirectly employed by them, or anyone for whose acts they may be liable. So this is actually a pretty good indemnity provision. It's not tremendously overreaching. It says you're responsible for your own liability and the liability of the people you hire. One of the changes I would make to this provision, so, you know, again, the idea that we want to make small changes over time, 
no offense to the architects in the room, take out the architects. Why the hell do you want to indemnify the architects, right? You should remove them from your indemnity obligations in your construction contracts. Um, we actually represent some architects, and when they get sued, what's the first thing we do? We look through the construction contracts and say, oh, look at all these people that have agreed to indemnify us. Let's send all of them letters. Um, so you want to take that out of your contract. So it's not, by the way, not to pick on the architects. It's anyone other than the counterparty to the agreement, right? That's who you should be agreeing to indemnify, not everybody else. Um, okay, so this is a, a provision that you can add to your contracts that softens all of the indemnity and defense obligations. Any and all claims, demands, offsets, back charges for defense, indemnity, and hold harmless by contractor or any or all of its indemnities shall only be to the extent subcontractor or those subcontractor is responsible or liable for are negligent and only after subcontractor has been given seven calendar days written notice and opportunity to cure and only after any and all policies of insurance have been put on notice and have, had, and have been exhausted and thereafter subcontractors direct uninsured liability shall be capped to 25,000. It's highly unlikely you're gonna get a contractor to agree to all of this but this is what you have to present so that you can, you know, maybe it's not 25,000, maybe it's 500,000. Maybe they're not gonna to agree to the, the cure provision for seven days, it's 24 hours. But, you know, this is the process of, of pushing back on the contracts that are handed to you um, when they hand it to you. So what if, what if you could take your contracts and send them to a service online to review all the contracts for these 10 provisions, and it would identify for you all of those 10 provisions. Well, because I have a lot of free time, we actually did this. So it is launching today. It is a service. You go to contractdetective.com. You can upload your contract. Of course, I'm a lawyer, so it's got lots of disclaimers on it. Once you put in your email address and you fill in some other information, in about 60 seconds, it's gonna send you an email. And in that email, it's going to highlight those provisions that we talked about, those 10, hidden conditions, consequential damages, indemnity and defense. And it's gonna point out where they exist in the contract. It's not gonna change the contract, but it's gonna at least identify where in the contract they are. So you have, instead of looking at a 98 page contract thinking I'm never gonna read this or understand it, we can at least now focus in on some of the provisions that we talked about today and where they are. And then the question is, what do you do about them, right? So this is a, a, a snippet from the email. So it gives you a little explanation. It identifies where in the contract it is. And then it has a link to a video and in that video, it also has a little article. We talk about each of these provisions, what to consider um, when looking at each of these provisions on how to deal with it. Um, this is still version one. We're already working on version two that'll hopefully be better uh, and faster. Um, it's completely free, doesn't cost you anything. You can upload as many contracts as you want. Uh, the limit is 100 pages to a contract. Uh, 
hopefully you all can give it a try. Yeah, any contract. So if, you know, so-and-so GC gives you, or owner gives you an AIA, you can use that. If you're a sub and some, you know, national contractor gives you their contract, you can put it in. Um, it'll work for all of them. But again, thank you very much for coming. I appreciate your time. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by MakeMeConditional.com. You sign lots of releases in order to get paid. And best practices suggest that you make every release conditioned on actually receiving that payment. How do you do that? By making the release conditional. Now, some releases are conditional when they're given to you, but in my experience, most are not. So you can make them conditional by adding conditional language. You can do that by handwriting it in every single time, or you can go to makemeconditional.com and we will provide for you for free a stamp that you can use that will stamp any release with conditional language so that you can simplify the process. So if you want your absolutely free Make Me Conditional stamp, just go to makemeconditional.com, fill in the information, and in a few days, you'll have your free stamp.